thing. Hello, everyone, and welcome to My Wife, She Loves That Reprise Cast, a podcast where we're just tying up all the loose ends. I'm Ashley, and I'm joined, as always, by your friend and mine, Molly. Hey, hi, it's me, Molly. Got Luke with us. They just can't decide if this is a good show or not. They really fucking can't, dude. (laughs) They cannot figure it out. Some weeks they're like, who cares? Some weeks they're like, I don't know, what if we tried this time? Yeah, what if we tried it? Well, I, you know... You get Dick Van Dyke on. I think you gotta ramp it up. So <laughs> right, right. You know the the TV god of the yeah. However long that was, I don't know what the, his exact years were, but yeah, that man's well, still alive. It, it, it's the writers yeah. specifically that really seem like their level of effort changes from episode to episode. Yeah. Everyone else, you know, I mean, the actors are doing a fine job basically every episode. Yeah, I think I think most of them bring it most of the time. You know, I just remembered, I kind of missed the early days when there was at least one buck-fucking-wild camera move every episode. <laughs> yeah, no weird, like, chess uh, acid trip, you know? Right, we have not seen uh, the crime reflected in a man's glasses for, like, five straight minutes in yeah, a while. Yeah, nothing like that. Yeah, I definitely feel like they have maybe, like, felt fell more into, like, a house style. Right, right. Yeah. This is how we make Columbo. It was just, I, I miss when you would just see, like, like trippy, abstract images and then see Peter Falk is Columbo over them. <laughs> I will say, they at least managed to tie, like, the big filler scene into the actual plot of the episode this time, which is huge. <laughs> they figured that's also out how a to really make good one. scene. It is, that's the thing! <laughs> they just made a good filler scene! And they made it, like, tie in a little bit. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, Luke, what you been doing this week? What have I been doing this week? Uh, mostly just playing Prince of Poesia. Yeah, I fin- we, we, you finished that game, I finished that game. Yeah, I finished that game. Actually I started, started that game. game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's uh, it's really good. They made, hey, Ubisoft made a good game for once. Yeah, it's fucking, well, they couldn't put any towers in it, so. <laughs> it just does I not was fit the for- style. I was like looking. I was like, well, "Where's the tower, you motherfuckers?" <laughs> you I kind mean, of like the, find the, the map, map salesman is towers. a little is basically a tower, right? In function, kind of. Yeah, when it when it comes down, well, no, because she doesn't put collectibles on your map. You got to find them shits on your own still. Well, so two, there's that option in the menu they give you when you start. Like, hey, do you want us to like give you objective markers and stuff? And I said no. I wonder if it looks way more like a Ubisoft game if you say yes. Oh, I, I, I yeah, I don't know. I think I did yeah. the same thing you did. I don't think I turned it on. Yeah, I yeah. think it just kind of gives you like a general like outlook of like where like the main objective is and not the okay. It's not like just putting Xerxes coins all over the map and shit. Yeah, yeah, okay. It does like the thing that does happen is like when you get a quest, it'll put mm. that quest giver on the map for you, but that's about it. Sure. I mean, uh, they I, basically well, do that. I don't that know if that even, was that mode. Yeah. I don't know. If I I think I was on the mode you were on, Luke, but I don't. Yeah, I, I I got that much. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think that's it. So, but you know, you'll just get that. a quest of like, hey, go find a thing, and where is it? We're not telling. There's one of the quests you can find where they'll be like, uh, yeah, it's probably around here in like the quest description. Yeah, yeah. But that's it. I think, and I think that's only one quest. Right. The like old lady. No. Oh. Okay. Not then. the old lady. 
Uh, and like the sewers. I know what you're talking about, but that one was not marked on my map. And oh. it didn't really explain where that guy was to me. Wait, really? It marked on my map? Yeah, no, I didn't get any of that. I, this game's I a went, little bit buggy. I went hours looking for that fucking boar. I was very confused because I already fought the boar in the fucking woods. I was like, yeah, done. I win this one for free. And they're like, nope. Different -uh. boar. Different and then eventually you fight it again. And it's like, oh, okay. All right. Yeah, they were cheating. Yeah, a little bit. Um... Yeah, that game's good. It it is a little buggy. It's a little buggy. Yeah, uh, uh, I did run into a repeatable soft lock. Fantastic! I got soft locked once. Uh, it was one of those puzzles where, with like you have to like run through the area three times. It like records what you do, and you kind of like are hitting switches and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When you run out of time on those, it's if you haven't solved it, it's supposed to warp you back to the statue. And this one was like, mm, what if we just leave you where you are, stuck between oh, two closed doors? That's not good. Mm. Yeah, that's bad. Hope you saved recently. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it wasn't too bad. Um, yeah. You know, a lot of, uh, like, music dropping out during boss fights. I'm like, well, this would have been a lot more climactic if I had some cool music playing behind it, but that's fine, I guess. Yeah. How um, far in are you, Ashley? Uh, I'm not that far in. I just got the bow. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hashtag you're the bow. Mm hmm We can't do that anymore. Those Tomb Raider games are not that good. It is we are more than ten years past the year of the bow. <laughs> the second decade of the bow. <laughs> right, which means yeah, it's time for the maybe, new you know, year maybe of it's the been bow. long enough. Maybe it could be year of the bow again. Yeah. It's on a ten year cycle, yeah, yeah, yeah. I in order to make a joke on Twitter, I looked up some old, like, Giant Bomb videos, and I was like, that was, like, on the best of. Yeah. And I'm like, man. <laughs> <laughs> that was a time. It was a, yeah, uh-huh. It was a time well, long ago. It sure was. Yeah. Time moves forward always. I don't care for that. Yeah, it's not my fave. <laughs> it's not my favorite thing about time. Um, I needed the clip of someone asking Jeff Gersman about Megan's Law. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, why wouldn't you? <laughs> Great. Um, but yeah, no, like, some of those, like, it's, that game's not as good as Hollow Knight, but. No. Some of those boss fights are really, like, Hollow Knight tier. Uh, yeah, I feel like it's as close as I've gotten for. Yeah, yeah. Since like, then. The, the last couple boss fights in that game could have been in a Hollow Knight. They're pretty fucking good, yeah. The one on, like, the, the ice yeah, I'm place? I'm interested because... Go ahead, Ashley. Yeah, go ahead. I'm interested because I, as someone who has tried to play Hollow Knight and has, like, failed to get into it... Yeah. I wonder, like, if I will stay on this or if I will fall off simil similarly. Yeah, I don't uh, know. Yeah. I don't think the combat ramps up the way Hollow Knight's combat does. Not like, really. You get to do stuff, but like <clears throat> it's not as punishing and like your heals are free, right? You don't have to earn them back from the boss fight, you know? So Right. Like, yeah. There's a whole different situation going. I think you'll be fine. Yeah. And I played also it on if hard, you're not, and I still didn't have as sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say if it, if it's too much, like the accessibility settings, you just turn off the damage. Like just yeah. do the platforming part. Right. Yeah, I, I played on hard mode, and even then, like, it was not Hollow Knight hard at any point, really. Yeah. There's a couple spots where I was like, this is this is taking a couple tries, but nothing 
you know, like any of the fucking like dream fights or anything in the back right. half of, Fall- of uh, Hollow Knight. Man, fucking Hollow Knight, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty good video game. Wish someone would make another one of those. Yeah, well, I got great news, in theory. <laughs> yeah. Not so great news in practice. Well, it's got, they gotta finish sometime. Yeah, th- listen, I'm not thinking about it. I'm just playing other video games. The minute Silk Song comes out, I'm dropping everything else. Right, but maybe 2024 is the year. Who knows? I'm not thinking about it. This is slowly turning into a Winds of Winter situation, and uh, <laughs> we gotta be really careful about that. To be fair, I think this is one where, like, it would be out by now if not for COVID. That is probably true. Yeah. Uh, George ain't writing that book. No, he's just not gonna. He's done. He's He's just decided he won't. He says he's writing, but, uh, you know. He's gonna die, and, like, a 70% complete draft will come out posthumously, and people will argue about it forever. Well, then, then, like, they'll get, like, a, a fantasy author to finish it. Right, and everyone and will, will be send mad about it forever. Death threats. Right, yeah. 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 Uh, yep, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't know if I've done all that much more. Uh, Luke, what was your just... completion percentage on Prince of Persia? I want to say it was like 80% or so. Okay. Yeah, I did a lot, but I definitely was not going for like a hundo. I ended up at, like, 97.6, and I think yeah. I was missing, like, two Xerxes and one lore item, and I think that was about it. Gotcha. So did you get all of the, like, um, I don't know what you call them, like, the little, like, environmental riddle things? Yes, I did. Yeah. I might go back for those, just because they're kind of fun puzzles, and I want to see what's going on in that room that's related to them. Yeah, it was kind of cool. Yeah. But um, it, I will say, it wasn't a lot. So. No, sure, sure. I mean, I would mainly be going in just to because those puzzles are neat. Yeah. But, and there were definitely a lot of them where I'm like, ah, I don't feel like thinking about this right now. I'll come back later. And then I just didn't. Some of them I was right, but not executing it well enough. And so I was like, well, what the fuck? So I went and looked it up and I was like, oh, okay. I just needed to be faster. Did you do anything besides Prince Persia? I'm trying to think. Not really. Um, no, I think that's about it for me. Okay, Ashley. All right. Uh, yeah, so I, I started Prince of Persia. I also watched some movies. I think I talked about Pinocchio last time. Yeah. You did. Yeah. Uh, I also I watched I Am Sartana, Your Angel of Death. Ooh. Uh, which is part of the Sartana series, which has all-time great names of Italian westerns. Yeah. Nice. Uh, I previously watched uh, If You Meet Sartana, Pray for Your Death. It's pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, I like this one a lot more. It's a lot funner. It He gets... So Tana is like a bounty hunter. He gets framed for a bank robbery, and so he gets a huge bounty placed on him, so all of his bounty hunter friends are looking for him. Yeah. Uh, which is pretty fun. Uh, Klaus Kinski plays a guy who just gambles... And loses every time that we are seeing him, but is also a pretty fucked up killer. So that's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, like it's just a it's a thing that they did in the last movie, and I think it works better in this movie where every scene is Sartana being like, like, come and get it. She's like, all right, 
I'm gonna say some cool shit and then just fucking ace all of you dudes. And I'm like, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sounds pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then before, right before recording, uh, I played, or I watched West Side Story, the Steven Spielberg version. Oh, how was it? Uh, it was pretty good. Uh, I, I think the main dude is not that well cast. Sure. Which does hurt it. The, the roles of Tony and Maria have always been kind of flat. Okay. It's, you know, because it's Romeo and Juliet. It's... Right. The entire thing has to, like, just sell their young love and, like, them being ride or die after one night of meeting each other. Yeah. Uh, but... Uh, they just do a lot more with Maria, and uh, that actress is really good, and... It it was it wasn't until afterwards that I remembered that the guy who plays Tony also has like a bunch of allegations against him. Oh, okay. And I was like, because I was like, yeah, I don't think he's that good. Uh, and then like I looked at some other reviews and people were like, fuck him. And I'm like, I didn't hate him that much. And then I was like, oh right, shit. Oh sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, better than the original just because it casts. Uh, actual Puerto Rican people to play Puerto Ricans and doesn't just use makeup. Oh, well, yeah. You know what? Fair enough. Uh, and the songs are good. So that Steven Sondheim guy wrote some songs. I've heard that about him. Yeah. Uh, it's very funny because, you know, it's all the things uh, that uh, in the like writers list, it lists William Sh- uh, Shakespeare. <laughs> It's <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, I guess, yeah. Yeah, sure. Technically, yeah. Mm-hmm. Listen, I've been in fucking cinnamonerdle fights where it's like, well, that's technically a Stephen King adaptation, so I guess we're going to maximum overdrive. <laughs> right. Uh, but no, yeah, it's uh, it's fun enough. Other than that, I've just been uh, I playing Sea of Thieves new season. Uh, people are going crazy about one of the new rewards, which is a lantern that's just a frog. Yeah, the froggy lantern is cute. That is good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and yeah, so people are really excited about that. <laughs> uh, other than that, I don't know how I've been working. Uh, we got that new set coming out. The The clue one? Yeah. Did we talk about that well, last week? I think so. I think we did, yeah. yeah. Probably. Also, I... I and apparently a lot of other people, even people who play Magic, thought that it was a murder at Markov Manor and not Karlov Manor. No. no. The, what? No. Yeah. It's Ravnica. Yeah, yeah, Karlov but, is like a big deal. Yes, yeah. stupid. <laughs> Yeah, no, because I was like, oh, I just assumed that, like, their murder mystery took place in, like, the spooky realm. Right. Oh, no, it, it's Ravnica again. Oh, oh well. <laughs> I was like, I'm not offended at Ashley not knowing. <laughs> no, I know. I, I figure Ashley doesn't know shit about magic, and that's fine. Just what for, you know, you do it for your job. 
It's, right. You know, that kind of thing. Right. If there's people there who are playing magic, <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? I think I'm they not just even also. playing and I know. I just think that they didn't really care about the new set. I guess that's fair. I'm here to play limited and nothing else, so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm covering at a uh, different site. And, like, I'm the night shift, and the guy who was going to come in to relieve me, I saw he had a bunch of, like, magic boxes on his desk. And I had the moment of, like, oh, I should ask him if he likes Netrunner. Wait, no, that's the dumbest fucking idea. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, don't Why do that? Do that? <laughs> oh, you play the most popular card game in the world. You know this niche one that got, like, <laughs> technically canceled, like, five years ago? Yeah, and it's only got, like, fans running it at this point, which, you know, not a bad thing, but that is what it right, is. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, no, I think probably the odds are low. <laughs> yeah. You know he would just try to rope you into playing magic anyway. Exactly, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, he had some magic boxes, and you're like, oh, you put, like, a coin in there, it disappears? Like... <laughs> That'd be uh, like oh, seeing uh, someone with, like, an MCU, like, bag or something, and be like, oh, yeah, no, you love, uh, uh, Twin Peaks Fire Walk you, with me? Yeah, me too. Right, yeah. Oh, you <laughs> yeah. like movies? Yeah. Uh, I also uh, booted up that Celeste 64 that they put out. I saw that. I need to check that out. It looks really cute at the very least. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's very cute. It's like a quasi-sequel. Yeah. And that, like, you, like, talk to the grandma, and she's like, oh, you're back, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems fun. Yeah. Uh, it, it They are trying to move that into... A 3D space, which is interesting. Right. Uh, but also, I feel like they are doing a lot of stuff, like, that, like, more hardcore people are into. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, and I just I just don't got that. That's interesting to me just because I have a hard time in my head parsing, like, N64-style 3D platforming with, like, hardcore high difficulty. I'm curious to see how they, they do that. Like, a lot of wall jumping and, like, dashing and... Sure. Yeah, I guess it's true. People, like... Yeah, what am I talking about? People fucking speedrun Mario 64 and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They love speedrunning Mario 64. Yeah, they'll never stop speedrunning Mario 64. No. It's a good game. Totally. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not knocking them for it. Sounds like you're knocking them. I'm not! Alright, but that's it for me. Alright. Uh, I also mostly play Prince of Persia because I was like, I am not putting down Prince of Persia to play Grand Blue Relink. I can't do that to myself. I have to mm-hmm. finish this fucking game before I'm allowing myself to play the other video game. Yeah. Uh, so I've been playing... I, I finished up Prince of Persia last night. Um, and yeah, like I said, I almost got everything, everything, and I was like, it's not worth it getting everything, everything. I'm just gonna go finish the game now. Yeah, yeah. That's gonna, like, once you beat the final boss, it kind of turns into like, well, I don't need to get all the upgrades. I'm clearly good enough as right, is. Right, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I did find all of the, like, um, what are the Astrosurges surges? I did find all of them. So, like, that part's cool. I think I found all of them. You probably did. I think th- those ones are pretty easy to find comparatively. Yeah. They are just kind of, like, off the beaten path, but they're not hidden. I like the, like, conceit of those. Actually, have you gotten any new ones yet? Of, like, the super I, I, moves? I, I, no. Like, I, I just have gotten the... Okay. 
the the bow, and that's basically as far as I've gotten. Okay. Yeah, the way you get those is pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's a fun concept. Um, yeah, so I did that. Um, so I finished that up last night. Uh, I did not watch Tenet. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> It's uh, it's on the list for this week. The thing is, Ashley rented Wild at Heart for us. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And since that is a physical rental, uh huh. I wanted to make sure we watched that before, um, before she had to return it. I clearly, I gotta just hunt down a fucking torrent. I even checked my local library, and they don't have it. Luke, you should find a fucking torrent because <laughs> that's a good fucking movie. Yeah, I hear. <laughs> You say um, you wanted to watch it, you know, because I rented it, but I do have a rented uh, copy of uh, Blade Runner 2049 that I'm not going to watch. <laughs> sure, I mean, but, you know, you rented it for us, so, like, it would that be rude if I didn't That was just a donation to the, the rental store. Well, also, I rent, like, it's a, I rent on a buy one, get two free, or buy one, get one free day. Uh-huh. So, like. Oh, sure. Okay. I sure. rented two movies that I like really like I wanted to see. And then I got the one for Molly and then I was like, well I should get something in case I just feel like like I'm up to watching it. Right, right, right. Uh so I picked that up and then I was like, mm, that's a long movie. <laughs> yeah. It's a long that movie. movie's like like 70% what I would want out of like a 30 years later Blade Runner sequel and 30% exactly what I'd be worried about a Blade Runner sequel being. Pretty good mix. Yeah, yeah. Pretty, pretty yeah, for an end product, could be yeah. worse. Overall, I would say yeah. good movie, but it definitely has parts where I'm like, yeah, guys, I know I liked Blade Runner. I, I know you did too. It's fine. <laughs> I also just, I am not a big enough fan of Blade Runner, I think. Right. To, like be into like you know the the looking back t- period for right sure. yeah, i don't know yeah um do you want to know who's in uh wild at heart uh, i know a little fellow by the name of nicholas cage oh well okay yeah i mean yes that's not where i was going with this but yes oh. he is in that movie <laughs> 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 um, Wild at Heart is at least 20 minutes of Nick Cage and Laura Dern fucking on screen. Um, so, <laughs> you you know, if you want to see that, that's them. in there. Yeah, yeah, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, if you didn't know David Lynch loves titties, by the end I, of Wild at know, Heart, you will know. <laughs> I've long suspected this about him, but I was never sure. <laughs> well, here's a movie about it. <laughs> um... No, here's here's who's in that movie. So you already told me like um Sherilyn Fenn's in there and Cheryl Lee are in there, right? Like yeah. like I knew that would going in. Right. Um the old lady who has the magic grandson is in that movie? Oh, the lady Jerry steals the marble rye from on Seinfeld. Sure, yeah. Sure. <laughs> um and then the guy who's the bank teller who gets exploded in season 2 is in there. Oh, wow. Mr. Nibbler's in there? Yeah, he's in there. <laughs> Jack Nance is in there. Classic. Fuck yeah, yep. I don't know. I don't know if he, he's in there for like three lines. It's incredible. Yeah. Incredible Jack Nance moments. Um, Yeah, Willem Dafoe plays the shittiest man on earth. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah, this his is name's... a stacked fucking cast. It's a stacked fucking cast. 
I mean, uh, yeah, Lynch Harry always gets a lot of really great people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I didn't know the plot, which was Nick Cage uh, is dating this lady's daughter, and that lady is crazy and wants to murder him because she don't like him. Mm-hmm. Um, so they go on a road trip. Without the mom, to be clear. I gotcha. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, things happen. Yeah. Uh, great movie. Highly recommended. Uh, I'd but love that's... to see it. <laughs> Listen, you have the power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want yeah, me to ask just... Autumn where the torrent is? Because, like, <laughs> I'll just find ask a Autumn where the torrent is. It's just, listen, I'm a lazy man, and it, that's, like, <laughs> 10% more effort than I want to put into finding anything to watch. Do what you know. Have <laughs> you ever watched a David Lynch movie? It's like that. Yeah. <laughs> Except Nick Cage is there, which is the weirdest part, really. Right, right. Not someone I expected to be in the, da- in the or David Lynch movie. You know, in some ways, yes. In some ways, like, how is he not in every David Lynch movie? Right. And then at the same time, I'm like, it doesn't make any sense for him to be here. He kind of looks normal in this movie. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure. What, was this early enough where like, you could say that, like, Nick Cage was a bit more normal? I think so. He does yeah, talk so. like Elvis the whole time. So, you know, it kind of just depends on how you feel about that. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. He loves Elvis in that movie, so. Well, thank uh, you anyway. <laughs> yeah. Good good, good movie. Highly recommend it. I gotta listen to the Ornate Stairwells episode about it now. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's what I did. I, yeah, I played, I played Prince of Persia. I'm gonna start Grand Blue Fantasy Relink probably after the podcast if I'm feeling up to it. Yeah. Uh, but I also have to edit Ska this weekend, so. I was, like, hanging out today. I was like, oh, yeah, Ska this weekend. I was like... Wait, shit, no, it's editing weekend, not playing weekend. <laughs> like, fuck. God damn it. It's always Scott weekend one way or another. One way or another. I mean, it's fine. I get to listen to it, the episode back. It's pretty good. Sure. Well, and like Columbo, sometimes it's a good week and sometimes it's a bad week. <laughs> oh, buddy. Uh, Yeah, Columbo, I, I tweeted this. The most feast or famine show we've watched for this thing. I think that's probably true, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is season four, episode two, Negative Reaction, uh, which is a weird title for this, but whatever, it's fine. He's he's a camera guy. He's a camera guy. There's it doesn't the, really you know, come up besides the very part of this part at the beginning where he's in a dark room, but like, you know, he's a well, camera I mean, guy. The flip negative is part of it. Yeah, yeah. that is part of it. Yeah. And also like the part where he's too stupid to take a bad picture. Right, you know, and then the other part, I guess what I mean is Columbo does not get into photography in this episode. Not in the same way he gets into, like, wine in the wine episode, sure. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love that Columbo is shitty at pictures. <laughs> yes, he's really yeah. bad at taking pictures. Uh, Dick Van Dyke is here. Yes. He needs to kill his bitch wife. <laughs> he needs to trim his beard a little bit. I think he'd look better if it was a little cleaner. Yeah, I think I could respect that opinion. Yeah, like don't he's, shave it, but it just needs trimmed. Yeah, he's 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 got a lot going on in there. Yeah, I and think the know, like also, wisps coming off his face don't. Yeah, really I was literally him. about to say he's got these little curlies on the end of like the top where it's like meat in his hair. It's kind of funny. Yeah, I think if he just yeah. had some nice clean lines, it was just more of like you know hugging his face and be a nice looking beard. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Uh, anyway, he's looking good in this up anyway. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I think you were set on Twitter that, like, both he and Peter Falk looking good this app. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. The There's a... <laughs> It's only after Peter Falk does not get a night of sleep and is like not has not shaved clearly. I'm like, you know, right. what? he's kind of pulling it off today. Yeah, it's, it's and then the you followed up by where... saying, "I've become such a dill fucker in the past couple of years." Yeah, that is true. I have become such a dill fucker in the last couple of years. It's honestly, I it's... think Peter Falk is just a good looking guy. It's just that trench coat is not very flattering on purpose. Yeah, it's like anytime he, also... he takes it off, he looks way better. You're right. He's not wearing it in that scene where I tweeted that too. So you know what? You might be onto it. It might just be he took the fucking. Uh, trench coat off and i was like oh my god peter fox under there yeah he's just in a dress shirt and i think you know that just complements his figure a lot better yes absolutely. Yeah, like in the original one like he doesn't really have the yeah you're right right he's got like that blue it... business suit yeah he's had this coat for seven years <laughs> mm. yeah like we... the, the episode where you tweet that is the episode where he is c- confused for someone who's unhoused <laughs> <For a homeless laughs> man yeah <laughs> Yes, I, yeah, that is true. <laughs> and I stand by it, goddammit. I was should. a little, like, wary at the beginning of this episode, because it opens with this guy making a fake ransom note. I'm like, you've already done this one, guys. I've seen you do it already. I want to know, how often were people getting kidnapped in L.A. in the 1970s? I feel like often maybe enough. it happened for real once. Well, no, Patty Hearst happened, and then everybody made a bunch of movies inspired oh, by that. Right. Oh, yeah, okay. that actually, yeah, that actually makes a bunch of sense. Yeah. So you're saying constantly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was, uh, like, I was just thinking about it. I'm like, man, this guy isn't even, like, that famous. He just has, like, some photography books. Like, you're kidnapping a photography guy's wife? He doesn't right. make that kind of money. I mean, like, clearly he does, but yeah, I wouldn't think, like, I want to kidnap the photography guy's wife. <laughs> this entire opening sequence, me and Chelsea are just like, buddy, you could have just got a divorce. <laughs> he really should have just got a divorce. It seems you like he's the one with the money. You to a divorce lawyer. It's unclear who has the money in this situation, but it seems like it's him, so... Even if he doesn't have all of the money, he's clearly doing just fine for himself. He's got, like, ten published books. He's a Pulitzer Prize-winning photojournalist. He bought a ranch to murder his wife at. (laughs) He will be okay, even if his wife is rich. Yeah. Yeah, uh, was this before... I think this was before No Fault Divorce. Oh, so you're saying that, like, he would have to pay her a bunch of alimony? Well, and, like that, and like, I think it was honestly just harder to get divorces at this time. Without, that like, might be true. That might be true. You couldn't just walk in and reason. be like, I want to get divorced. You had to be yeah. like, oh, my wife's cheating on me, or et cetera. Yes. Right. Yeah, a, a no-fault divorce. Uh, the only good thing that Reagan ever did, and he hated ever ever since he did it, <laughs> uh, was, like, when you did not have to point to a like, specific thing of why you're getting divorced, and your wife is a bitch is not a specific enough. Not a valid excuse. No, in many cases, irreconcilable differences were the original and only grounds for no-fault divorce, such as in California, which enacted America's first purely no-fault divorce law in 1969. Oh, okay, well, this guy should have just got a fucking divorce. (laughs) He's got no excuse. He's living in L.A., what are you doing, my guy? He's like, that just seems, like, so blasé, you know? It's like maybe it's something where like I I am not any kind of lawyer, let alone a divorce lawyer. Maybe it's like she would have to agree to it, and she wouldn't be interested in that. 
Maybe. Like, oh yeah. my, stop being so silly. She it, does I, do that the whole time. Simple, the, divorce simply isn't done, my good man. It is impressive that, like, you're like, you should murder this girl, like, this lady. And then, like, but also, you still fucking suck. Right, it's like they, they make her too awful, so he's too sympathetic, and they gotta come up with another reason for him to suck. Oh, and boy, do they. <laughs> oh, this man is so loathsome. This guy loses me instantly. Oh. Like, the second he leaves after murdering his he murders his wife, I'm like, you know what? I don't think you should murder your wife, but, like, I get where you're coming from, dude. And then if he goes... Anybody de- no one deserves to murder their wife. <laughs> but, <laughs> but if anyone no. did... <laughs> It's like, what if Lucille Bluth was, like, a real, actual, normal woman, but worse? <laughs> right, yeah, not even funny. Yeah. Right, exactly, it's not even a funny thing. What if she was just, like, what if that was your life? Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, so, uh, yeah, he sets up his fake kidnapping thing. He takes her to a ranch that he has uh, purchased through a uh, secondary buyer. Yes. Uh, and she doesn't want to go at first, and he's like, God damn it, you have to go. He's like, you promised me, Francis, please. I just wanted to buy a ranch. And she's like, fucking whatever, dude. I don't care. Uh, and then she's like, okay, fine, whatever. We'll go do the fucking... Uh, she has a, uh, what is it, an auction she wants to go to afterwards. Yeah. Um. So he takes her down there. The auction is at two. So he sets up his little fake clock to put in there to record the time he's taking this picture at to, like, get a time of death uh, I love, in the like, picture, basically. she's about to get, like, kidnapped, you know, quote-unquote kidnapped, she's like, oh, even the time is wrong here. Right. Right. <laughs> he, is, he is tying her to a chair in the middle of this house, and she's just like, you suck at tying this. Your clock isn't even right anyway. What are you even doing? What's the camera for? This isn't a very it's funny a, prank. And, it's like, I've so always said funny. that you're not funny, which this just proves. Right, it's, it's like, ma'am, you are in danger and you're making it worse. What do you think you're doing, murdering me? Doing a suck-ass job at it, if you ask me. Right. Uh, it cannot be stressed enough, she truly sounds like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, yeah, so he's, uh... He's like, okay, yeah, here's this ranch. Check out my cool new ranch. And she's like, looks like shit, but I'll go inside, I guess. Um, and then, you know, he he does the murdering. Uh, takes out his little camera out of his briefcase. Uh, it's, it is an instant camera, so he doesn't yeah. have to develop these photos. Uh, he takes one picture. No, I, he takes like four, right? He takes like two, and he's like, these pictures suck, actually. So I'm going to put them in the fireplace. Uh, and then <laughs> takes more because he's not satisfied with his composition. I think he just takes two. I think he takes one, looks at it, no, no good, let me try another one. Yeah. Is there only just the one in the fireplace? Okay. I think so, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so he puts his little clock... <laughs> I don't even understand why he brings the little clock with him. I get, yeah, he's trying to establish what time the photo's taken at, but no, it's 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 a bad idea. It, and also, like, it just doesn't matter what time the photo was taken at, right? Like, well, yeah. Because he's just, uh, later established himself an alibi at two. Right. Right, yeah, I guess that's true. It's just a weird way to do it, I guess. Yeah. And also, like, it's a clock and a photo. It's not like you couldn't stage that. 
like like you did like like yeah like there's no especially because like this woman will have a time of death and it will be 10 a.m not 2 p.m i feel like four hours is probably enough time right no we've talked about this is it, <laughs> oh, about time of death four? is fake okay. as shit even okay. on the yeah. combo okay fair enough i forgot it's that mostly part. just like i don't know i found her around then so that's probably around when she died okay yeah like the the best way to like learn what a time of death is is if it is in terms of days, not in terms of hours. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. We've we've done this how many times? I just cannot keep that in my brain. <laughs> right, every time it comes up, we have I've to I've been taught by it. too many detective shows that you could totally get the time of death, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, anyway. So, yeah, he does his he does his little thing, uh, and then he just fucking shoots her. You know, mm-hmm. may as well yeah. be done with it at this point. <laughs> uh, you know, which is what the wine guy should really done. does not go from a grimace. No, she just looks the same the whole time. She's like, what are you doing? Why do you have a gun? Don't shoot me. What's wrong with you? That would hurt. <laughs> she does somewhat sound like someone like doing a Mrs. Doubtfire impression. <laughs> yes! <laughs> so, yeah, he, uh, sets his little clock backwards after he murders her, so, you know, it, it is correct it again, is the I right guess. It's the time when they, yeah. when they eventually find her. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. So then he immediately calls his secretary. He's like, hey, do you want to go to the Philippines? <laughs> also, you know, cancel my appointments, please. I had to murder my wife, so. Yeah. Um, but Rookie yeah, mistake he, number one. He needed this Philippines trip to be like a week faster. Yes, he needed to get out of the country fucking immediately. He needed to be on that yeah. plane today. Yes. Well, because otherwise this fucking little elf is going to come through. He's going to ruin all his shit. <laughs> right. Um. Yeah, so he uh, has Lorna. He's like, you know, go out and get yourself a passport. You know, shut down for the day. I'm not going to be able to make it, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then he goes to meet up with his his guy, Al, yeah. Um, who is a uh, f- who is a a parolee? A sweetheart? A, he, one of the nicest men in history? Just did some I, extortion this, one time. This stuff always someone? gets me in yeah. Colombo, where they just like introduce a guy who has like a criminal background, but is also just the nicest dude, and you know that he's gonna get fucked, right? Yep. Well, at first, I'm like, oh, my God, he's going to frame this guy. This guy's not going to be able to get out of it. And the only way he's going to be able to get out of it is because Columbo's on the case. But, no, he's just going to murk this guy. He's going to fucking kill him. I thought it was at least going to be, you know, well, this guy's telling the truth, but no one believes him because he's a, you know, criminal. But, no, not even that. This guy uh, really sells the this is the sweetest man in history. He just got caught up in some shit routine. And, like, I guess, to be fair, we find out later that, right, he is, like, a repeat offender for, like, being a con man. But, you know, I buy it. I think he only went to prison for the one extortion. It's fine. Did he have to- <laughs> It's fine. <laughs> Just a little extortion. I was say, they gave him the kind of crime that he would need to be able to fake being a sweetheart to do, which I feel like is a mistake. Yeah, I guess that's true. But anyway, he does seem like a nice guy. I don't know. No, absolutely. I'm yeah. just saying, like, they should have just said he was in prison for robbery or something. Yeah. Extortion's really just kind of long-term robbery when you think about it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> it's just a really I do long kind of robbery. Like, that, like, everyone else is like, like, yeah, he's nice. He was kind of a nice guy, but also kind of an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. with that cab. 
Was he mean to the cab guy? <laughs> no, no just everyone was like, oh, he's always driving around in a taxi cab. Oh, yeah. Rich, Richie Rich over here. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I didn't think uh, about the financial implications of constantly taking cabs everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, Columbo does. That's why you're not Columbo. Yeah, that's why I'm not Columbo. Yeah, uh, yeah. they meet up, and he's like, oh, well, by the way, I, I can't find that camera that you gave me. I'm so sorry. And he's like, no, I don't think we'll be needing it anymore. And the guy's like, all right, then. <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay, well, if you say so, man, it's your money. <laughs> um, so Al... Uh, was the person who uh, went through and bought the ranch for Dick Van Dyke. Right. Um, and Dick then... Van Dyke says that, like, oh, if they knew that I was buying it, the price would jump up, which, I again, I don't think he's that famous. <laughs> right. Like, well, he is, like, like... You know, as his evil plan, like, I need to make sure that, you know, completely the ranch is in... Uh, the Patsy's name. No one knows I'm involved at all. Everyone thinks he bought it. And then the realtor's yeah. immediately like, oh, yeah, obviously he was buying it on behalf of someone else. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, like, the really guy obvious. kept on taking photos of it. So, like. Uh, yeah, it is. So funny. Like, and so, like, this guy, Dick Van Dyke's, uh, like, right at the start is, like, like, I mean, he's, like, talking to his, like, maid or helper yeah this housekeeper yeah. lady yeah and i think that he's immediately fucking this up oh so yeah i thought that too until i realized that him seeming to fuck it up is part of the plan yes. because the idea is that at this point he's already gotten the ransom note and is doing a bad job of lying on purpose because he can't let her know that his wife has been kidnapped oh yes okay okay I guess that makes it make a little more sense. I'm like, dude, you suck at this immediately. Yeah, man, Chelsea, you're like, what the fuck? Why are you this bad at this? And then I realized, wait, we've never seen that note. He's getting a phone call. The idea is he's supposed to already have the note. I see. Oh, okay. yes. Yeah, because he doesn't really take the note out of his pocket until way after the scene. So it like was not clear when he was supposed to have received it. Which right, I guess is also say he was supposed to have gotten it this morning. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, that yeah, because he's sense. like. Don't, like, don't check up on her. She's away. She's with family. She's, uh... And then he gets the call, and the guy's like, well, you're acting weird, dude. And he's like, yes, I'll, I'll give you the money. Just don't hurt her. Right. Yeah, he's got to kind of walk a razor's edge of, like, answering this guy's questions in a not-suspicious way, but in a way that sounds suspicious to the maid. Yes. And then, yeah, so she walks over, and he just sees that he wrote down 20000 in small bills, and she's like... <laughs> I know why he did it, but it's the funniest thing you could write down. Out of all the details, you couldn't remember 20K. And, and then also he doesn't this... even take the note with him, so why did he right. bother writing it down? Right. Well, you see, it helps you to memorize something by writing it down, even if you don't look at it again. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. But also, this fucks him, too. Wait, what, uh, remind me why this fucks him. Because he has to well, go with another lie later, and Columbo's like, well, why didn't you write down those details? That's, right, that yes, seems he's like, like why didn't you write remember? down where to meet her? Or, like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, it's really weird that, like, you had to write down a monetary number that's, like, big and round, but you couldn't, you were like, I can easily remember an address. <laughs> right. An address, a time, you know. <laughs> right, he's yeah. got to go to the classic Columbo fallback of, well, I was under a lot of stress, so I wasn't acting rationally. <laughs> It's the number one excuse of all time. 
Internally, anytime Columbo hears that, he's just got to be like, got him, man. <laughs> he's like, oh, god damn it. Got your ass. Moitera. Uh, yeah, because the next scene is like him getting the money from his publisher and being like, listen, my wife's super kidnapped. Yeah, he's like, well, I you have to love... go to the police. No, no, they'll kill her. I can't. I love the maid going to look at the fucking notepad because, like, obviously she's going to do that, but I'm like, this bitch just like me for real. The second he's out of that room. <laughs> right. I'm like, what is happening here? How can you not? Yeah, you gotta know. God, uh, so yeah, you've he, never seen The Big Lebowski, right? I have seen The Big Lebowski. You have? I'm just thinking of the bit where he tries to do that, like, pencil trick to see what the guy was taking yes. bits of. And it's just a doodle of a guy jacking off. Right? <laughs> that movie's okay. I like that movie. It's got parts. It's like one of those movies that got, like, overexposed and, like, too talked about, but it's good. Yeah, yeah. It, it is that movie for my dad. Like, it is yeah. his movie. Yeah. Like, it can't and live up to its reputation because no movie could, but I'll take it on its own merits. Yeah. Good movie. Yeah. It's pretty fun. John Goodman's incredible in that movie. Uh, yeah. When isn't he? This is what ha- I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> this Probably is what in, happens like, when Flintstones you find Viva a stranger Rock in the Alps. I'll bet. <laughs> what, Ashley? I, I was saying the censored line of, this is what happens when you find a stranger in the Alps. Yeah. <laughs> right. Instead of when you fuck a stranger in the ass. <laughs> um, yeah, Dick Van Dyke goes to the um, hotel that he was going to, that the guy is staying at so he can plant all the evidence in his hotel room. Um, <laughs> because he told him to meet him at the junkyard at five. And he's like, okay, five o'clock. I know he will not be here. Let me go put all the shit in his motel room. Right. Another classic Columbo tries- folly of like, why would the criminal be so smart about this plan and so stupid about leaving the evidence around? Right. Yeah. I love that he tries to like shove the glue into a too small, like, <laughs> too drawer. Small drawer. Yeah. And then he's just like, ah, yeah, fuck it. It's just like, oh, whatever. I'll just put it over here. Why did you need the glue in there, too? Surely, surely the newspaper's enough. He well, doesn't he trust himself. Like, the guy would have the glue if he made it here. Well, you know. Yeah, I mean, I guess. <laughs> it's just... Right. It's just goofy. It's like Columbo it's, points it's, out later, he actually didn't plant enough evidence. He planted either too much or not enough evidence. Yes. Um, and also, man, maids are really beating people's asses on this show. <laughs> they really are. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, the maid went through here after after the guy left, but before uh, Dick Van Dyke came in. Very small window, but you know what? She did the damn job, so. Well, I, I think it's that uh, she uh, she came in between when the letter was supposed to arrive Oh, yeah, sure, as sure, long sure. she cleaned this morning, that garbage shouldn't be here. Right. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess it is all the drawers, though, and he's still renting the room, or he was? Yeah, but it's more the newspaper that he just leaves scattered around. Yeah. Yeah, he, he does the, like... And it like, wasn't, like, in the garbage can or anything either, so... Yeah. Yeah, he does, like, the casual, just throw this around. Uh, and he's, like... Dick Van Dyke shows up to uh, Al, and he's, like... Well, Al, it turns out my wife's kidnapped. He's like, oh, do you know who did it? And he's like, well, it's you. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then Dick Van Dyke has to shoot himself in the leg. Yeah, this I'll is... give him credit that he goes through with actually shooting himself. Yeah, he really does the fucking thing. 
Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately for him, there was a drunk man nearby. <laughs> right. I also love the fakest blood ever coming out of his oh, leg. Oh, it's so it is so <laughs> clearly just like the shittiest paint they could find. It is like Nickelodeon it, Gak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. Like it's I have orange. A, yes, <laughs> I have I, a real I, I, you, Yes. Go ahead, Ashley, I'm sorry. I have a real soft spot for this era of fake blood where it just looks so fucking unreal. Yeah. Also, shooting yourself in the thigh, that shit's gonna hurt, man. Yeah. He doesn't seem to enjoy it. No, he's he's jumping around. There's this guy, there's a there's an unhoused man who is hanging out at the junkyard. He was taking a nap in the van that was like a junk van nearby. And yeah. he's like, hey, I heard some gunshots. Uh and This Dick is van a d- classic like you know, the, the character of the drunk man. Right. Where he's like yes. got like a like suit that like is like all fucked up and like a bag with a bottle in it and he's like what are you doing here he is basically charlie chaplin yeah yeah uh and the guy's like oh you're shot and like dick van dyke's in this direction like what the fuck are you doing here god damn it (laughs) yeah he's upset about this whole situation now there's a witness yeah yeah. Now he's very drunk, but yes. he was still a witness. He's blackout drunk. Yes. Um. Yeah. So, yeah, he shoots himself, and also he shoots himself in the back of the leg, which is also gonna bite him a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. More than it's uh, point blank, so it's got yes, yeah, so it got gunpowder all over his. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, we get and yeah, so enter Columbo in a great. <laughs> This Columbo is maybe the best car. Columbo's shitty car intro in quite right. some time. Because he's going to this abandoned junkyard. He drives past the sign that says, We buy junk cars. And a cop that comes like, No, sir, sir, this junkyard's closed. You can't come in here. <laughs> and he's and like, so hey, Columbo uh, stops to talk to the dude like he always does, and then the car does not start again. Yeah, the car yeah, okay, breaks down right there. there. Oh, it's so good. It's like, oh, I guess I was parking here. It's fine. If the car didn't break down, this would be an average yeah. Columbo <laughs> shitty car intro. Since the car breaks down, mwah, Chuck is, love it. I'm begging Can't get this enough. man to get a new car. Please. <laughs> For the love of God, Columbo. You've worn this one out. <laughs> He's had this <laughs> car, for seven, this car for, yeah, seven years. Yeah, seven years. Remember when they just, like, sprayed rust paint all over it that one episode? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to make it look even shittier. Yeah, I feel like there are definitely uh, some times where it's like it looks way better, and sometimes where it's like, oh, they've really fucked it up this time. Yeah. Do you I'm think, pretty sure yeah, one I of must the be headlights is broken on this. <laughs> well, he must get wor- it worked on. <laughs> the car has a healing factor, but it's yeah, very just slow. Healing factor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it can remain at like 20% health at all times. Yeah. It could heal, but it still has scarring. It right. heals, but in both directions. If he tries to fix it, it breaks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, as all cars do, really. Right. Um. Yeah, anyway. Uh, Columbo, you know, takes a look at the scene. Uh, and the drunk guy is like, hey, I know what happened here. Um, and, and like everybody's- all the other cops are like, you shut up, drunkie. <laughs> Right, and Columbo's like, hey, can you just take this guy down to the station and get him a meal? He's like, hey, you're all right, Columbo. 
Um, the other cop that's there already also has uh, figured this case out already. Listen, Deschler shot the guy. You know, the other guy's alive. Uh, there's a kidnapping. Uh, too bad for Deschler. Galesco was carrying a fucking gun. So yeah. pretty much open and shut here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is another one where they're, like, going to keep on going, like, listen, Columbo, open and shut case, no problems. Right. I do like this one because, like, they do that for probably the first third. And then uh, I think this guy's name is, like, Sergeant Hoffman or something. He's like, you know, you might be onto something, actually. Right, Because, I think, by the end, he's just straight working with him on this. Yeah. Yeah, it's, again, one of those things where, like, most of these murder plots would work just fine with any other cop because they don't care that much. Right. Any cop but Columbo's, you know, if you are the... This is why it's such a gamble to kill your wife in L.A. Because you got a pretty good chance of not getting Columbo. But if you get Columbo, right. you're fucked. There's only one Columbo. If you don't get him, you got away with it. Yeah, you're good. Right? Like, you know, yeah. the rest of the LAP, you don't give a fuck. It's like, uh, listen, a lot of murders happen. Cops suck, and they don't really care that much about solving them. Uh, if you put any effort into covering up a murder, I'm pretty sure you can get away with it. Pretty much, yeah. The drunk guy tells Columbo he's going to put in a good word for him and down at the station. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, he goes to the hospital to visit Dick Van Dyke, who seems mostly annoyed that they're digging around in his leg to pull a bullet out. Why is Columbo allowed to walk in there while they're doing <laughs> surgery on this man? That's also true. Why is and he, why is he just like laying on a stitches? table? Right, he's like laying on a table seemingly unmedicated as they're just digging around inside of his thigh. I don't know. Do you know how much lidocaine you could have pumped into that thing? That's fair. Yeah, it could just be local anesthetic. Yeah, because, you know, but they do have to dig that bullet out, right? There's no way it went all the way through. I don't. Yeah, they do not ever imply yeah. it went all the way through. Yeah, so I don't know. Crazy. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, uh, anyway, yeah, Dick Van Dyke's like, my wife's super dead, 100%. Don't, don't even bother looking for her. <laughs> <laughs> She's dead for sure. I'm ready to move on, Columbo. Um, yeah, so he, um, you know, Columbo starts asking questions like, hey, did you ask him, you know, like where he was keeping him before he took that shot or, you know, all that? Uh, and he's like, oh, no, I wasn't thinking about it. I just saw a gun, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, but- yeah, Columbo's immediately like, wait a fucking second. He killed the guy that kidnapped his wife before finding out where his wife is? Yeah, that doesn't make a lick of fucking sense. And also, why did he get shot in the thigh? <laughs> And also, why is there, like, gunpowder on his, uh, pant leg? Yeah. Yeah, and, and this was when Dick Van Dyke gives him his whole spiel of, like, when he got the letter, when he got the... Yeah. And then he, got like, s- like lies back down, and he's like, I got this. <laughs> yeah, he, I'm so good. I'm so good at murdering my wife and covering it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, so they go to the hotel, and they're like... Yeah, no, this open and shut case, it's like it's laid out for us to find. And you know what? It was. Thanks, guys. It yes. was. Good work. Um, yeah. Uh, so. And then, like, yeah, like, the guy who's in charge of the motel is like, yeah, he said someone stole his camera, but it's here, so he must have just lied. Right. And Columbus immediately like, mm, this is fucked up. Mm. Yeah, wait, when he say someone stole his camera? Hold on now. Yeah, right. Excuse me? Thank you, pardon? Um, they open up the camera, and there's still um, 
I don't. Is this the negative of? Uh, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I guess right because like old cameras head. I don't know how this shit works. <laughs> yeah, it like it creates a negative inside the the camera. Yeah. So, uh, you know, they see that there is the negative of the picture that Galesco has. Uh, so they're like, well, I mean, this was definitely the camera. And then Columbo's like, well, when did he say that it got stolen? And the um, motel manager's like, well, a few days ago. Um, and then he asks him, do you know where Mr. Deschler was a few days after that? Uh, and he was like, oh, you know, he was out and about at least on Thursday. Uh, but Friday, I don't know where he was. Yeah. Uh, asks about, like, any phone calls, and they go and check the log, um, and they note that he called, you know, Galesco's place just like he said he was going to. Or just like uh, Galesco said he did. Yeah. Uh, Columbo gets a 555 number. (laughs) That's right. Yeah, I am, like, not always into where they, like, show Columbo at work. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, I, I, for some reason, it feels like okay here. Like, you know, I like the Columbo where he just comes from nothing, <laughs> goes right. to nothing. Yeah. Uh, but especially with him being so sleepy this entire episode, he's so sleepy. He doesn't sleep at all that night. No. Things yeah, kept it, bothering him. Kept him up. Yeah, it works that like, oh, he is just constantly on the clock this ep. Yeah. Duh. Um, he asks, uh, the sergeant, hey, uh, they pull up his, like, crim- the Deschler's criminal record, and they're like, hey, um, you know, he had this, uh, he, the reason he was in prison was extortion, like, this makes perfect sense that he might, like, jump to kidnapping, like, it, it all tracks. And Columbo goes, hey, can you tell me in, in there, is there anything in there that says he's stupid, though? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to say he's dumb as shit. Yeah, because he didn't cover anything up. Right? Like, because if he left that camera and that newspaper in there, then he's really fucking stupid. And the uh, sergeant is like, I don't care. That's why the jails are full, because co- criminals are stupid. It's like, dude. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so they're checking out a lead in the valley to see if they could find uh, the guy's wife. And as he, as Columbo is leaving the scene, they get the call saying they found her. But she's uh, dead. So they're like, she's head dead. off to the ranch. Yes, and she's dead. Weird uh, that the husband already knew that. Hum, hum, hum. Hmm, interesting. Funny how that works. Uh, and then they pull up with Mr. Glesco in a, in a different cop car. And he's like, oh, let me see her, please. And he's like limping his way up there. And Columbo's like, uh, no, I don't think that's a good idea, sir. Maybe you should, you know, calm down a little bit. You just got stitches put in your leg. Oh, but you need me to identify her. I'll, I'll tough it out. And I'm brave and enough my, to identify my bitch wife. My beautiful, beloved wife. Oh. Oh God, that's her! And yeah. he, he says, "I'd I'd like to be with her in the ambulance." My man, it's a hearse. This ain't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, she. Yeah, no, she dead dead. Me and Chelsea were talking about this. We're like, it doesn't really come up in this episode, but I feel like you gotta play it way more like Johnny Cash. Of like, listen, I didn't like my wife. It's no secret, but that doesn't mean I killed her. Right. I mean, but- you can't lie this bad. Like it's. Columbo talks to anybody and he knows you're putting it on. Yeah. Yeah, but also, like, you can't go full Johnny Cash of where you're... Right. Having a party in your backyard. No, yeah, you can't throw a party. You just gotta be like, well, to be honest, 
I'm not as upset about her being dead as you might think. You know, she didn't yeah. deserve that, but you know, uh, I'm but, you know, sort we of glad to be getting along rid of her. there. Yeah, like you, you could say, like I, I have really complicated feelings about this, <laughs> right? Uh, you know, may, maybe I should just leave for a bit, go to yeah. the Philippines. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe I should take a week long vacation. Yeah. Columbo immediately looks over at the clock. It's like, why is that not dusty like everything else in this house? Yes. So, yeah, he la- he left that little clock on the uh, mantel place. Um, really tells you something about this real estate guy who's just like, yeah, I'll just let everything get dusty forever. There's it's like probably an fine inch thick layer of thing. dust on everything except the clock. Right. Uh, the real estate guy is here. He identifies Mr. Deschler as the guy who was looking at the place, and he was like, he showed up in a cab every morning for a fucking week with that camera. Yeah. Um, and he's like, I must have shown him at three dozen different places before he finally settled on this one, and honestly, I think he was buying for somebody else, so. Yeah. Oh, you know what? No, you're right. He pulls two photos out of the fireplace. Yeah, see? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, taking extra pictures. He's like, ah, this one looks like shit. Ah, this one looks like shit. Ah, this one looks like shit. <laughs> It's yeah. so funny. As soon as that happens, I'm like, oh, that's how Columbo gets him. Right. Like, why would, who would do that? <laughs> right. Yeah. Who's this extra detective guy who's getting the prints? <laughs> I love this guy. <laughs> He's one of the lab boys. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah, Columbo's looking around. He finds that dusty mantelpiece and he sees the clock on there and he's like, okay, doesn't make a lot of sense for them to have, like... Why would you add a clock to the scene? Right. If you're just doing a kidnapping, right? Yeah. Like, doesn't make any goddamn sense. Yeah. So, you know, wipes the... And also, the other thing is, like, that clock hasn't been there because if he picks up the clock that doesn't have any dust on top of it, there's a ton of dust under it still. Right. There's not, like, a ring of, like, clean space. Yeah, there's no ring where there's clean. Yes. So he's like, hmm, interesting. Yeah. Uh, so he goes to the city, and I, I like this little scene of Columbo asking a guy for directions. Yeah, he like, just talks to like uh, a guy sitting in an alley, uh, just asking, like, oh, hey, where's, do you know so-and-so? Oh, yeah, he's right in there. Do you know where the, the mission is? Yeah, it's right behind you, Dan. Just, you know, turn oh, around. Wait, it's right, right there. Here? It's got the big sign. <laughs> yeah, that one. It says, that says mission? That's the one. Uh, and we get some classic funny nun business. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah, dude. This is, like, obviously, we are filling for time on this one. But at <laughs> least the fucking uh, witness is in here, right? Like, It's so funny. Yeah, and also... <laughs> and also, <laughs> I, and also Columbo was putting the nun on, which also makes it a little bit funnier. Well, you he's know? not even trying to put the nun on. He yeah, can't she's get just a word in with her. Right. She takes one look at it and is like, oh, you poor haggard soul. Please come in and eat something. We'll get you a bed and a new coat. Oh, you poor. Listen, tell me. Yeah. Tell me how long you've been out and about. And he's like, you know, not really that long. Uh, Oh, there's no secrets between friends. There's no pride between friends here. Don't. Oh, ma'am. I think there's been a misunderstanding. No, no, no misunderstandings. No need for (laughs) false pride here. Right. We accept you as you are, sir. Yeah, see, look at all these other uh, raggedy-ass people in here. Clearly, we're okay with it. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's just the fact that she is, like, so, like, nice, and every time he tries to explain, she just assumes that he is trying to be... Right, just to cover. Right. Yeah, uh, it's And really so he, good. like, 
eventually, like, she gets him some food, and he's like, well, I haven't eaten in a while. So. Yeah, like, sure, <laughs> yeah, I am yeah, hungry, so. Hey, this isn't bad. <laughs> and he does go and eat with, you know, the guy that uh, he's supposed to be interviewing. So, you know, win-win. Yeah. Yeah, Which, who's sobered uh, the, up now. Yeah, this guy is sobered up now, and now he just talks like a Shakespearean actor. <laughs> it's so it's funny! <laughs> it's such a good bit. Like, oh, pretty and good day to you, sir. I'm afraid you have not found me at my best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know if this is this guy making a decision, or if right. this is like the actual script, but either way, man, it's, it's so really good. funny. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, yeah, and this is where we get that the nun tries to give him a new jacket. Yes, yes. And he's like, oh, "Listen, so I've had funny. this for seven years." And she's like, "Oh, bless." She's like, "Oh no!" He's like, "No, wait. <laughs> I like my jacket." Uh, um, anyway, so I she- do think he could have stopped all this nun situation by going, "Ma'am, I have a badge." He just had to take his badge out. That's all he had right. to do. Well, yeah, because he eventually says that, listen, I'm a police officer. And she's like, oh, it's okay, Lieutenant. We all fall on our times. Well, no, then, no, and then no, she, no, he's no, like, I'm not like that. Case. Oh, you're undercover. <laughs> you're just pretending to be homeless. I get it now. Ah, I see. He's well. like, fucking sure, I guess. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'm undercover. <laughs> oh, that's so smart of you. <laughs> like, you even fooled me. <laughs> Yeah, it's <laughs> they did it. They made a good filler scene. Yeah, uh, and then yeah, uh, Colombo talks to the guy, and he's like, "Listen, I have no memory of when I was drunk, and that means both uh, like what I heard and the statements." Right. So because what it happened was he heard one gunshot, thought about checking it out, decided not to. Heard a second one, then got up. So I was like, wait a second, that means there was, like, a time lapse between the two, right? The guy's like, I... I have no fucking idea, man. I, I think it is in the script that the dude sounds like this, because his statement is like, well, the soul was willing, but the body was not. <laughs> right. And so, like, I, you know, dr- I had some more grape libations. <laughs> right, that's true, he talks this way when he's drunk also. This is what this guy is. <laughs> Yes. Uh, incredible stuff, honestly. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. But yeah, so the statement is basically not usable, which sucks. Yeah. yeah. But Columbo's still like, mm, I think something's going on. Yes. Yeah. He still trusts this guy's drunk testimony. Yes, absolutely. Because that's definitely which, yeah. the kind of mistake you would make if you were drunk. Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh... God, the face acting on this dude is so funny. <laughs> it's really good. Uh, but, yeah, and, and I tweeted about it, but one of my fave Columbo bits is when everyone else, like, says, like, well, that witness is worthless. Sure. Uh, because of, like, some, like, social standing. Right. And Columbo is like, no, nah, I'm, I'm going to interview him. I'm going to do him right. Yeah. Yeah, it's another guy who was there. Like, um, you know, you later learn of that he's, like, been talking to, like, the uh, the housekeeper, and he's, like, was talking to the maid. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Columbo 
uh, goes to Dick Van Dyke's place, and he's like, wow, incredible books. Uh, I do need to point out this whole, th- this beginning little bit that he's doing where he's desperately looking for an ashtray, and then settles for putting his ashes in his pocket, and it's then smacking so his pocket to put out the ashes. Right, he can't, like, all of the things that look like ashtrays are too nice looking, and he's worried about them not being ashtrays. After that, one lady almost killed him. Right, right. Yes. Uh, yeah. And yeah, like Dick Van Dyke is like, listen, I've been mean to you. I, I, I'm going to, you know, try to be helpful. And this is going to be the last time where Dick Van Dyke is going to act like he's happy to see Columbo. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So he starts uh, yeah. asking about his photography, you know, gets some information, just has a couple questions uh, about the whole uh, situation. Yeah. We learned that he's a Pulitzer Prize winner. Yeah, multi Pulitzer Prize winner. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and there was somebody who ran the shots, and he or heard the shots, and he's like, "Oh, you mean the drunk guy?" Uh, and Columbo's like, "Yeah, he said that he heard a considerable, you know, difference, uh, uh, or between, or a time lapse, excuse me, between the two shots. You know, oh. can you can you corroborate that at all?" He specifically says, ah, oh, the wino. Yes. yes. Uh, but he's like, well, and, uh, you know, sir, your testimony toast, blah, 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 testimony was that both shots happened at nearly the same time. Um, and he's like, no, 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 no. Clearly, uh, I, I was a little mistaken here. I had to fight the gun away from him, but then I had my gun. So, you know, I, I managed to just get shot in the leg. Right. Yeah. Rather than killed. And Columbo's like, and it's interesting because, you know, you shot him several feet away and he was really close to you when he shot you. So what happened there? Uh, This is one of those ones where I feel like, buddy, you're making like he gives an excuse that makes like no sense and is way too complicated. Like, this is so easy. That guy shot me in the leg. I staggered backwards and fell and drew my gun and shot him as I was falling away from him. Bada bing, go. bada boom. Getting away yeah. with it. But yeah, and, no, yeah he, he did this He whole... comes up with like a whole explanation of like, oh, he wrestled and then like it went off while I was near my leg and then like I tossed the gun away from him and he like dove to get it and that's when I shot him. Right. Just not necessary. <laughs> and he's like, does that answer your question? And he's like... Uh, yeah, yeah, I suppose it does. I guess technically. That's what you're going with, huh? Okay, yeah, you know what? Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure, for sure. It It is revealing, I'll say. Right. <laughs> is there anything else in this scene? Oh, yeah, he's got to do one more thing. Uh, but I forget what the one more thing is. Oh, what is the one more thing in this scene? Um, oh, he asks about a picture to make so he can oh, right. show it to his dog? <laughs> uh-huh. Right! An amazing thing. Yeah. Uh, we don't get to see Columbo's sad dog. <laughs> but he wants no. to get a dog pit up for his dog to make him less lonely? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because he fell in love with a, like another dog, and then that dog moved away, and now he's like sad and won't eat. And he's like, I was thinking about putting like a pit up or something. Ah, that won't work. That dog's too smart. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what the fuck? What are you doing? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I 
Like, this is some real great Columbo is just, like, fucking out there. I just, you know, I thought my dog could use some, some wank material. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? And then by implying, oh, my dog's too smart for that. Like, if people who have pen are, like, not smarter than your dog. <laughs> they, th- they, fall, they think they're looking at a sexy lady. Right, the whole time, and the oh, jeez. <laughs> hey, why is um, why is uh, Bill Hader's dad running this camera shop? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just curious. Yeah, I'm just you know, this is definitely a character Bill Hader would play in some like sketch. Oh, for sure. Uh. Yeah, Columbo goes to the camera shop so he can um, try and get an ID on the guy who bought the camera. Um, And he calls him a cheap bum because he tried to sell him one of his newer color models. uh, And he's like, no, I just need something that takes pictures of houses, nothing fancy. (laughs) Even though he pulled up in a cab. Thank you very much. Yeah. Which is, like, crazy to me because, like, also they're going to harp on the fact that why didn't he rent a car sooner? I'm like, that's... Is that not more expensive? Right. I guess. I mean, I don't know. I guess I don't know what the cab situation in L.A. in the 1970s was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I super don't get why they he said to, like, put it down as a $100 receipt. I think the idea is that that is him being a little bit of a, a little bit of a stinker, so we can turn that receipt into Dick Van Dyke and be like, "Yeah, no, I need to be reimbursed a hundred dollars." Oh, sure, maybe. Right, because he left the meter running, right? Like, right. Yeah. You know, gotta crank that up a little bit. Uh, yeah. So, um, he uh. You know, does gets the rest of this done and then asks some questions about, you know, negatives and, uh, you know, photograph negatives. The way he asks about it is because, like, there's both he's like, well, in this one, the lady's left arm is crooked, but in the ro- this one, the right arm is crooked. What's going on it's, there? <laughs> right. Just has him explain, you know, the concept of photography to him. Yeah, I'll say this bit where he's really getting into it about how you can do a mirrored image, it's getting... It's not as bad, but it's getting a little shoelacy for it's a, me. It is a little shoelacy. I can forgive it because it is not during the climax of the episode. Totally. Yeah. Uh, so, like, because they're setting up the climax of the episode here. Right. Uh, but, like, you know, it, and it also doesn't last nearly as long. Because he's baffled by this strange technology, and I feel like mirroring a photo has got to be nearly as old as photography, right? Probably, but I, you know, yeah. I that doesn't know. seem like it's some strange new technology that Columbo wouldn't understand. Yeah, it right. seems more. It is definitely just in there to like explain to people, right? Uh, but we go to the funeral. And Columbo is like pulling a like looking from afar. Because <laughs> I'm not nearly from afar enough. Yeah. Dick Van Dyke is so, like, mad at him. What? <laughs> he is going he really to a funeral and wow the fucking... Funeral. And, like, like, pull, like the doing flash giving, like, the funeral rites and Columbo just occasionally, click. Hey, yo. Click. I'm here. <laughs> it is really funny. Yeah. 
Don't do this to him. Why are you doing this to him? <laughs> yeah, and he, like, shows up. He's like, what the fuck are you going to do? Yeah. And, like, he's like, well, I'm taking photos because I think the accomplice was going to be here. Uh, and Yeah, he's like, what accomplice? And he's like, well, everyone that ever met this guy said that he was probably doing this for someone else. Right, yes. Like, everyone I've talked to. Every single person, you know? So... Something's going on. Right. Uh, and Dick Van Dyke's like, shit, dude, I gotta get out of the fucking country now. Uh, and then, you know, they Columbo meets Lorna for a second. Uh, he has... They were definitely filming outside because Peter Falk's hair is just a mess. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, more than the usual mess that Columbo is. Right. Yeah. Is they- all directions. It is not, like, you know, carefully quaffed mess. It is, uh, like, the wind has been at this. Yes. They've been filming this scene for a hot minute. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I love when they're talking and Columbo makes the driver go away. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Could you uh, come back from in a minute? You know, we got to talk about something. <laughs> Um, but, you know, Dick Van Dyke is like, that guy murdered my wife. Like, clearly. And Columbo's like, yeah, but, you know, most of the guys at the department think so, too. But uh, I'm pretty sure someone else is involved in the case. And, and you know, Dick Van Dyke is like, well, fuck you. I hate you. <laughs> um, and then Columbo's like, well, do you remember the ransom note? Because it specifically said, we have your wife and we will contact you. Yeah. Which is just uh, a real rookie fucking mistake on this guy's part. Yes, 100%. Yeah, Dick Van Dyke tries to be like, well, the royal we. Right. <laughs> this entire exchange is Columbo pointing out all the ways he's not as good at this as he thinks he is. Yes. He's like, I don't have your ass yet, but I'm going to have your ass in 20 minutes. So get right. ready for that. Yeah. Because then at this point also, he's like... um, you know, you got at the kidnapping site or at the meeting site at five thirty when you're supposed to be there at five. Aren't and you, listen, like, you weren't. If my wife about... was kidnapped, <laughs> if it was my wife, I... I'd be punctual. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does. He does go like, yeah. Why did you make that call at you know like five forty five? How did you you know what happened there? And he's like, uh, you know, it. That's when he's like, oh, I it. They didn't tell me to go to the junkyard first. I went to, like, a... He told me to go to a payphone at 5, and then he called mm-hmm. me from at the payphone to go there, and Columbo's like, and you didn't need to write down where the payphone was? Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, like that that's when he's like, so you wrote down, like, 20,000, but you didn't write an address and a time? Right. Mm. Yeah. And he's like, uh, yeah, that's correct, sir. And he's like, I don't remember it off my top of my head, but if you drove me to garage, you know, to gas stations, it could be. Right. I'd probably figure it out. <laughs> Not a good answer. Well, I love Columbo. Really just put him in a double bind here because it's like, really? You can remember one random payphone? I couldn't do that. Whereas right. if the guy had said he couldn't remember, Columbo could have been like, really? You can't remember where you went to get a call about your wife being hostage? And it was I my wife. I could remember that. Yeah. <laughs> 
There's no way that guy was getting out of that one without getting the heat turned up on him. He's getting his ass beat right now. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. I hadn't even thought about how this scene is just him being like, here's what's stupid. This is stupid. This is stupid. You're an idiot. L ratio plus one more right. thing. <laughs> Wife's dead. You're going to jail. <laughs> Uh, uh, listen, the yeah. boys at the station are on your side, which means you fucked. Yeah, this is when he like kind of convinces the the other guy on the case that he thinks something else is up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because he's like, oh, the parole officer kept on trying to get him a job, but the guy kept on saying that he had something, or like you know was being weird about it, and he must have had all this money to like buy this and you know buy the fucking ranch. And, like, have a, a cab. Uh, but then they're like, oh, the reason why he must not have rented a car is because he didn't have his license yet. Right. Uh, and so he looks into the evidence locker to, at the guy's wallet and finds out that it was he got his temporary driver's license the day of the kidnapping. Yes. Yes. And that leads Columbo to be like, well, that's weird. Right. Why right. would you take a driver's test the day you were gonna do a kidnapping? You needed a car to kidnap somebody, and you didn't know for sure whether you'd be able to get one until the day of. Yeah, that's crazy. And the, his boss is like, "Well, but he had one, so who cares?" And I was like, "Yeah, but he could have not had one." Yeah, dipshit. It's like, well, he did, but like, you don't know that going in, <laughs> right? What if the lines were long? What if you failed? What if you just, like, you know. So what if something else happened? It's a lot of shit going on. Right, he would have waited at least a day to make sure he had it. Yeah. Dumb. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so he goes uh, to the guy's office and finds out that uh, there is a... He has a book called Grey Walls, Grey Men. Which yeah, is yeah. a photographic the- essay of San Quentin Prison. Yes. Uh, one of the fanciest ladies ever comes out to who's she's getting her photo taken. Right. Right. Yes. Yeah. hundred percent. This is that same office where they put, uh, what's her name with the fashion lady? Oh yeah. 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 This yeah, is yeah, the yeah, exact yeah. same yes. set. Yes. I think it's also the same set as like the weird, like hairdresser where Columbo gives his, uh, like cigar to the, lady at the front you know now that i say that this might also be uh the doctor's office (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean it's probably a lot of it's probably a lot of them it's just you know it just hit me right now right 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 it it has a very like the like the just one part of it set up yeah it's like very like distinct it has like pink walls and like red carpet yeah and then and the also room, just like the way that desk is like dead center in the room, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then the other room is like a very like general purpose like warehouse look that mm-hmm. I'm sure they use for a lot of other things. Uh, Columbo shows off the photos that like and he's like, wow, Columbo, you suck shit. Yeah, <laughs> he's so mean. It's like, whoa, Columbo, these are the worst photos I've ever seen. And I'm not fucking joking, dude. Okay. Uh, and then just slips in a photo of his, uh, the tied-up wife in there. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I don't know how that got in there. 
You know, Which, funny thing, I found that in the fireplace. I couldn't figure out why would the guy take another picture when he already had this one. It's perfectly good. He's like, uh, Columbo, that photo is not perfectly good. Let me explain all the things wrong with it. It goes like, yeah, weird that the kidnapper who's like a, uh, you know, convict with like an extortion rap would know that much about photography, though, don't you think? And he's like, uh, no. <laughs> he must just have a passion for it, like you do. He must be just like yeah. you. And the Dick Van Dyke's be yeah, like, he just d- like me. Hold on now. Nah, hang on a minute. Yeah. Uh, I, like, D- Dick Van Dyke could got away with this if he just like, sir, how dare you show me a photo? I'm still. <laughs> oh, Dick Van Dyke is one of the most, like, this guy just needs to learn that it's Shut the Fuck Up Friday. It's shut the Fuck Up Friday. <laughs> It is so easy to get him talking, and he puts his foot in his yeah. mouth every time he does. Yeah. Uh, more guys should shut the fuck up. They just gotta yeah. learn to shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like, the thing that he is aghast about is not the seeing the, uh, this photo, but the seeing the photo because it's so badly staged. <laughs> right. Right. And yeah, he's like, oh, he must be a lot like you. And the dick is like, ah, fuck. Weird that, like, the best photographer of all time would make such a bad photo on his first attempt. Yeah, right? (laughs) You'd think he would at least have a passable one on the first try. Well, you know, you know, adrenaline. (laughs) Right, right. He was really excited to murder his wife. Uh, yeah, Columbo shows up at his, like, art gallery. (laughs) Dick Van Dyke's like, I'm gonna murder this man. I'm gonna commit a second murder. I'm going to fucking kill him. (laughs) I'm gonna fucking kill him myself. Uh, and, and the Columbo's publisher like, oh. is like, that doesn't seem like a good idea. Yeah. Uh, Columbo's like, oh, can we have a quick talk? And the publisher's like, oh, wait, you can use my office. And Dick Van Dyke's like, shut the fuck up. I hate you so much right now. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, Columbo has bought the book. Uh, yes, which yeah. the he publisher mentioned copy. earlier of, yeah, Gray Walls, Gray Men. <laughs> yeah. What a title. And he's like, you know, fantastic book. I went through it five or six times last night. Do you know how many photographs you have in this book? And he's like, Lieutenant, I've never counted my photographs. He's like, you took 522. Hey, do you want to guess how many of were of Deschler? Dreschler? Right, because the idea is he, like, lived at San Quentin Prison for, like, six months and just took photos of the inmates. Right. Uh, Presumably to scout for a good one to use for this plan. Yeah. Um. and yeah, he has a ton of photos of the guy that he's going to use. Yeah, take those out of your book, man. You, you can't take that publish shit out of your book. those ones. Yeah, I, I love that, like, the first one Columbo points out, he's, like, just in the background, and, like, the guy's, like, Dick Van Dyke's, like, well, it, you know, it's just some dude in the background. Like, it's, like, a weird coincidence, and then like, Columbo's, like, there's nine of them in here. And he just, like, keeps on flipping to another one, and, like, another one, and another one. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> Yeah, it says, like, I thought you told there. us that you've never met him. I haven't. I guess we just sat at different tables. What do you want from me? And he's That's like, interesting because I got a selfie with you and him right here. <laughs> you and the, the like the little thing below says my best friend in jail. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> this is my guy Al. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, so he's like, but faces. You're very good with faces. So I feel like you would recognize this dude. Yeah, it's weird that you don't. Yeah. Uh, and Dick Van Dyke tries to, like, turn on him. I'm like, well, that must be where he, like, got the idea to, like, kidnap my wife. 
Right. Yeah, I don't remember him, but he must have remembered me. Right. Again, this is a really... <laughs> Why would he kidnap me? You don't make any money, sir. The fact that he has been planning this since... Like, it takes time to publish a book. So I don't yes. know when he did this, but he's been at this for like... Probably like two years at this point, And he still has all these holes in his fucking plan. Yes. Um, yeah, so... I imagine, like, that, uh, you know, I've never murdered someone, but... <laughs> yeah. Uh, I imagine that, like, you you make, you go through your head of what you think all the stuff is gonna be, and then someone asks, like, the one question that you didn't think of, and it just, everything unravels. I'm just saying, there are people that have killed someone in, like, the heat of the moment that have given Columbo a harder time than this guy. Oh, totally. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, anyway, <laughs> like Columbo, no foreplanning at all. Columbo wants to get uh, in contact with the guy who gave the driving tests. Okay, now here's a filler scene that's not as good. <laughs> I I like the idea of it. I, yeah, I like the idea of yeah. this character of like he's a driving instructor, so he is just constantly all nerves because he has to ride with bad drivers all day every day. Yes, uh, and like the idea that Columbo is. Like, just so bad at driving and... <laughs> yeah, they do drag it out a little bit, though. Yeah. Colombo yeah. um, doesn't have seatbelts. And he's like, what, right. the new yeah, law? Yeah, recent law. And, like, the guy's like, 14 months, Colombo. And it's like, oh, so it was. <laughs> yeah, so oh, so it really was a recent law. <laughs> right. It. I always remember, like, like, whenever people talk about, like... Oh, like, you know, if they try to make seatbelts now, people would go crazy, like, you know, about... You know, conservatives would go crazy about it, how they're... Yeah. And, like, people did. People were. Yeah. Yeah, and also, we just did the same thing with masks. Like... Yeah, my parents... Like, my dad can't drive anymore, but up until he couldn't, and, like, my mom still today, they buckle their seatbelts behind them before they get into the car. Insane. Insane behavior. I think my mom... Well, my mom always complains, well, they're just too uncomfortable. I can't wear them. And my dad is more to make a point. Yeah. Like, I mean, the yeah, that sounds like your go parents. off and he'll be like, there is big government. There's the nanny state here to tell you what to do. Sir, they're trying to make sure you don't die. <laughs> yeah, but if you look at this one, like, uh, op ed from 1982, this conservative writer says it's actually less safe to wear a seatbelt. Right, of course, because then you could get trapped in the car. Right, exactly. Yeah, because I drive by, I I drive on a lakeside road every day of my life, so actually it would be really bad <laughs> if I got stuck in my car in the water. Right, right. So that's really my use case here. Anyway, yeah, this this driving scene goes on a little too long, but then the good shit. Yeah, I, I love that the guy get like forces Clubbo to park and get out. Yeah, he gets out. Yes. He's like, okay, station's only ten blocks away. I'm fucking walking by. Right. It's like. You may have a driver's license, and it may even be valid, but I am not you, riding in a car with you anymore. It may be even from this state. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Pretty Columbo good. starts digging in his pockets for a picture, and the guy's like, on the road, on the road. <laughs> and Columbo's just like, no, I got it, I got it, it's fine. Yeah, like, this scene goes on for too long, but the, like, the bit of it is good. Yes. 
Oh, yeah, I think you could tighten it up a little bit, and I'd like it a lot. But well, I think yeah. it maybe is a little bit of a problem where they can't tell whether they want the bit to be that this guy is overly prissy about driving, or if the bit is that Columbo is a terrible fucking driver, and they yeah. kind of split. They try the and do both. Yeah, if they yeah. committed to one, I think it'd be funnier. Yes, uh, I yeah, I also find it uh, very funny that Columbo t- has to like shove his door open. <laughs> Yeah, that's another part of it, too. It takes a long time for him to get that door to open. Yeah. Yeah, it was one of the things for me where it wrapped back around. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Like, that's a very, like, person-by-person basis. Right. Uh, But, yeah, we get to the ending. Like, yeah, Dick Van Dyke is like, listen, you have to come into our room, our evidence room, or we're going to arrest you. And he's like, oh, Columbo, you fucking cad. <laughs> right. You're stupid, but you're unique. Uh yeah, cuz Columbo's doing a little arts and crafts project of he's trying to put together the uh the ransom note. Yeah, he's got the day's paper from when it was made and he's trying to recreate the ransom note, which he already did once with his wife last night. Yes. Yes. And he's like, "Here's what I don't understand. You know, you have the the paper with the cutout in it." But you also have all these annoying little fucking scraps of paper everywhere, and those weren't in the motel. Yeah, it is weird that they weren't, and the maiden, you know, like, said they weren't, so... And, yeah, like, he's like, well, then the maid lied. This is all bullshit. (laughs) Okay, but if the maid lied about cleaning the room, then why aren't there scraps of paper? And if she did clean the room, why why is the cut-up newspaper in there? Yeah. Right. Uh, and so he's like, but also... That's not even the thing I'm getting you on. Right. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, and that's not even how I'm beating your ass that's today. That's just how I'm exonerating the other guy. <laughs> uh, yes. Because it's like, oh, he has an airtight alibi and you don't, it turns out, because I blew up the photo to look at the clock and he, like, reveals it. And Dick Van Dyke is so fucking, like, at first it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then it's like... Oh, Columbo. Right, first he's like, oh, you dumb motherfucker. You reversed the photo when you enlarged it. That doesn't say 10 o'clock. That says 2 o'clock, stupid. He's like, what? No, I don't think we would make a mistake like that. Unfortunately, I ruined the original (laughs) making this, so it's the only copy we have. Columbo is, like, specifically, like, I took, like, I did this myself to make sure I didn't fuck it up. Right. And then he's like, also, I fucked it up, kind of, (laughs) but... That's not the point. And you know, then Dick Van Dyke is like, oh my god, you're seriously trying to frame me? You're falsifying the evidence to make me look guilty? You motherfucker. Yes. I'll prove you wrong right now. Let me grab the camera and show you the negative that's correct. Ooh, it's so good. <laughs> he walks over to the evidence shelf where there's just a bunch of cameras and he grabs the camera and opens it up and Columbo just he like- stares at him and just looks at everyone else. And, Are you a witness to what he just did? Are you a witness to what he just did? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good, dude. Dick Van Dyke's like, what? What'd I do? And then the other guy's like, you incriminated yourself, sir. We didn't tell you which camera the photo was in. Right, the only way you would know which camera was right was if... <laughs> you were the one who took the picture. Yeah, because he, like, knocks other cameras out of the way to, like... Right, right. And Dick Van Dyke's just like, oh, you motherfucker, you... You did all oh, of this you, on purpose. He's like, oh, you didn't even have me. I, You didn't even have me yet. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <sighs> Gee, it's almost like it was shut the fuck up Friday or something, Dick. 
I just, I, I love this ending. This is such a good yeah, ending. Yeah, it's great. It's, when he it's, starts it's a really asking good everybody, gotcha. are you a witness to this? Yeah. Oh, and it's like, so good. As, as you put together what this dude just did. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, fuck. I like when he's reaching in for the shell of Columbo standing there with like his hands behind his back. Like, I'm not touching shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not making any motion to indicate. I'm not pointing at anything. I am not suggesting he grab something. This is all on him. God, it's so good. It's really and, and, good. Yeah, just Dick Van Dyke gets like uh, let out while his rights are being read, and Columbo just puts on his jacket. <laughs> Primo shit. That's yeah. the episode. Yeah, this was like another one. I like. I remembered liking this one. <laughs> Yeah, it's good. This is yeah. I think this is among one of the best episodes, probably. Yeah, I'd have to think about it. It, it. It's definitely an improvement from last week, and that's all I'm really asking for. Yeah, it might also be that the bounce back is just so huge that <laughs> right. it's helping a lot here. But I also think it's just a really good one. Like I think the one from two weeks ago is better than this. But oh yes, that one was yes, really yes, yes, yeah. for sure. Uh. Dick Van Dyke does not have the evil man swag the way right. that the police commissioner did. I was trying to find, like, how much has, like, Dick Van Dyke been, like, a bad guy and things, because it just feels so weird to me. Yeah, it doesn't seem like the thing he does. But also, I don't know, I guess. I don't. I haven't watched anything with him in it. I mean, he's mostly, like, a stage and, like, a TV actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Mary Poppins is the big one. Right. Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen that, so. But I know he's not the bad guy, so, you know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he does kind of play that. I showed it to you earlier. Uh, but All right, that old man. The old man. The head of the bank. Yeah. Uh, do you guys want questions? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, from at Crafts Pants, how many times would you need to trip over an ottoman before you threw it out? <laughs> Ooh. I think like a like more than probably sh- I should. Yeah, yeah it would probably same. take a lot, honestly. It's a piece of furniture. It's harder to get rid of, too. Yeah, and it like goes with a chair, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that It's a reference to the Dick Van Dyke show. He would always do proud oh, right, falls over the... trip over the... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, from Arcane Crystal, it is the Dark Age of England. No king sits on the high throne. Penny lords compete to draw the sword from the stone. What job are you doing at the sword drawing carnival? All right, Crystal. <laughs> well, I sure hope I'm becoming the next king of England. <laughs> I, I, it's that's that the premise of the question is you're not eligible to attempt to pull the sword. Well, that's fine. I'm just. I'm a jester, probably. You're, you're a no, peasant or like a petty lord. You know, you're you're really not high ranking enough to even be allowed to try. Perhaps late at night, once the carnival is closed, you can sneak in and try. Yeah, this is a nod win for Molly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a nod win. Um, what would I be doing during the day? <laughs> try to think of what the medieval equivalent of like IT work would be. I think you would be, like, a really good tavern barkeep. Sure, sure, you could do that. Um, go with my... Yeah, I'm, I'm like, handling, like, the messenger doves. 
You're like you're building up, like making sure that no one fucks up their nests. Right, right. Uh, from Psy City Dreamer, have any of you ever explored a junkyard as a kid? No, no, but I watched Junkyard War so much, and I wanted to so bad. <laughs> yeah, you basically grew up in a junkyard. Just <laughs> there yeah, were I wars mean- there. They had junkyard wars. I think yeah. even as a kid, I had the sense that like. You even look at a junkyard and you gotta go get a tetanus shot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, the, we had, like, a dump, but it wasn't, like, a cool, like, yeah. people threw away cool stuff there. It was just, there like, garbage. There towers you know? of old rusty cars. Right, exactly. Yeah. Like, and then, um, like, the other thing is, you know, I mean, the stuff my dad collected, I didn't not live at the junkyard. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like a mechanic who's like, yeah, I'm going to fix that one day. You kind of live at the junkyard at that point. Right. Uh, yeah, I I would sometimes find it fun going to the dump as a kid. Yeah. Uh, but it, it was not that kind of dump where it was, you know, all filmic. Yeah, no. The one we had was just like a bunch of stalls. You would drop your shit in there and then I'm sure they'd like pushed it out overnight somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I, I apparently found out that they made Junkyard Wars uh, toys. Great. Yeah, of course they did. Why wouldn't they? That was one of the first shows my dad set up to DVR. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense from what I know of your dad. <laughs> my dad watching that show is why he decided to build himself a trebuchet. <laughs> <laughs> We launched tennis balls into our neighbor's yard all the time. <laughs> this is why God. they had to change TLC, and it's a shame. <laughs> right? God, Too many about... dads were getting ideas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking about, um, I've talked before about like the elaborate pond waterfall system my dad built in our backyard. Yes. And we had like a, uh, you know, they called it a creek. It was kind of just a drainage ditch that ran kind of horizontally through everybody's yards. Right. And uh, he kind of built on top of that and put some, like, big uh, pipes in to let the water flow from that, like, downward. And remember the city coming out, presumably because someone complained, and said, like, you can't, like, it has to have enough room to go. It has to be, like, a uh, a 36-inch, you know, diameter pipe. He's like, well, I've got two 18-inch pipes. That counts. <laughs> and this... And, Neither him nor the city official apparently understood how geometry works. Because they went, oh, okay. You would need four 18-inch pipes to approximate a 36-inch circle. Right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I'm, I'm just looking at, like, one of the, like, full episodes up on YouTube is Jet Trikes, and we should, yeah, we've... <laughs> it was a golden age, but we probably shouldn't have let people do that. <laughs> now all we get every year is when they make those big like pumpkin shooting guns or whatever, and that's the only fucking thing we get on TLC anymore. Yeah. 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 Uh from at Emrys, uh how would Mary Poppins try to commit the perfect murder? <laughs> Could Columbo capture? Well, as we know, Mary Poppins is practically perfect in every way. Yeah. Practically perfect, though. Not quite. Exactly. Yes. So, she would definitely fuck it up somehow. Yeah, 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 yeah. She would leave she one thread out of place, and that's all he needs to start tugging. 
Yeah. Uh, she would to- uh, pull the thing that it happens in a lot of Columbos, I feel like. Yeah. Uh, which is when... Because I, and as I know you have probably watched the movie, Luke. Hmm. I also, like, read all of the Mary Poppins books because I was a weirdo. I think I have read the first Mary Poppins book. The one that's kind of, like, based on... Like, that the movie's kind of based on. Yeah. I don't really remember anything about it, though. Uh, but, like... Because her gimmick is, like, basically that she'll, like, you know, do some magic shit. Yeah. And then, like, the kids will be like, Oh, Mary Poppins, we had such a wonderful time! And she's like, "What? Stop making up stuff. That's bullshit. That's that's fake. You did do that. I would <laughs> never do that. Right. Uh, and I feel like she would just do that to Columbo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. Just gaslight yeah, yeah. him until he left. Yeah. Uh, but then she would. He would be like, "Well, you see, I talked to the. Had a long conversation with that chimney sweep that uh has been around." Right. <laughs> and she's like, "You what?" <laughs> You know, it's funny, that alley he died in, the road was closed that day. You'd almost need to, I don't know, fly out an umbrella to reach it. <laughs> you have to walk across smokestacks. <laughs> uh, and then from Emma Healy, why don't you see non-stock char- uh, TV characters anymore? Every pre- uh, old pre-90s show had set at least one episode involving nuns, but they entirely dropped off in the 2000s. Uh, well, you see, all the uh, buses of nuns exploded, so... <laughs> God. <laughs> people got too weird about nuns. Yeah. I feel like that's... people were weird about nuns even before. <laughs> right. They were, but then the internet happened. It got weirder. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, Maybe there were just more nuns out and about back then. Yeah, probably also just that population is, you know... Not yeah. refilling itself the way it might used to have, right? Through for various reasons, because yeah, I think a lot of people going into that. Not that you know people don't choose that, but like mm-hmm. I think a lot of people ended up not having a choice on that one. Sure, yeah, and uh, that is less the case. I don't know. I think the Catholic Church is very popular, and I don't know <laughs> why they wouldn't be. Yeah, why wouldn't it be? No idea. Uh, I know that like. Because I've seen, like, article, like, headlines where it's like, oh, like, you know, Catholic faith, like, you know, at all-time low. And, like, it has taken a 1% dip in the last decade. Right. Right. It's like, all right, guys. You... <laughs> it's going gonna, it's gonna to be okay. It's going to be okay. Uh, there's some good nuns in the, the Star Trek uh, movie with the whales. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's, like, a fucking, like, giant, like, crowd shot that they're in where it's, like, nuns, like, a cop, some military guys. Right. Uh, some, like, overseas tourists. It's, like, ah, oh, it's all of them. It's all of the, like, just random characters. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that's it for questions. All right. Luke, where can we find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. You can find other shows that I do on AudioEntropy.com, primarily Idle on Playtest. It's an award-winning actual play audio RPG actual draw podcast. The uh, 
The record started skipping at the end there. <laughs> it's okay, I do that all day here. It's an award-winning actual play. Wow. Wow! Are you good, man? <laughs> Apparently not! It's an award-winning actual play podcast. GM'd by you. GM'd by me! Two different shows. Audio... Audio Scott and Audio Disc... <laughs> audio... <laughs> the word audio is nowhere in this, like, elevator pitch. I don't know well, why I know, keep saying it. It's on audio entropy. It's on audio entropy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, primarily Eidolon playtest. An award-winning actual play RPG podcast consisting of two campaigns, Idol on Disco and Idol on Ska. IGM both of them. It's a good time. You should tune in. It's about mystery-solving teens and sometimes other stuff. Yeah. You and when stuff out? like that happens on that show, it gets edited out. You want me to edit that out, Luke? No, it's fine. I'll just edit out the part where you do it good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you should listen to Idolon. <laughs> yes, yes, you should. Audio Lon. Ashley, where can we find you on the internet? You can find me at your with an underscore Twitter dash on Tumblr, also with an underscore on Letterboxd. Uh, th- this year of movies will continue to go until it does not. <laughs> That's true. The year does end at some point. Yeah, 11 yeah. months from now. Yeah. Uh, you also find me at patreon.com slash Ashley Lee Minor. Give Ashley your fucking money. Give Ashley your fucking money. Okay. Molly. Uh, you can find me on uh, mostly co-host and Twitter at your friend Molly with Y-E-R. You can. I'm trying to use my backlog more this year. That's also your friend Molly. Um, I'm going to try. Because yeah. I always end up forgetting what games I've played this year also. So I'm just trying to right. keep a list, honestly, yeah, at yeah. this point. Um, so yeah, I'm on Backlogged also. Uh, you can go to audioentropy.com, inemail.com, secondbestgame.club. Uh, the Bioshock 2 episode, when you hear this podcast, should be up. Um, yeah. I think it's a pretty good pretty good ep um, about a bad game. Huh. I know, shocker. Bioshocker. Yeah, that's how they get you. Two. Yeah. Two. Um, you can go to audioentropy.com, hit the donate button in the upper right hand corner, give us a little money for hosting on the website. I'd appreciate it if you could do that. Thank you, everybody. Um, leave us reviews, places, review us positively only. Uh, and also, uh, you know, tell your friends. Yeah. Watch Columbo. Um, I am I am assured that the next one is also good. So, All right. Yeah. Uh, and that'll be season four, episode three by Dawn's Early Light. Oh shit. Oh, yes. Oh, wait, I think that might be... Oh, I think I know who the guest star on that one is. Oh, Luke, buddy? Oh, you do. Yeah! Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, we all know. Mr. McGowan is back, baby. Yeah! The goat returns. I was looking at the Columbo Wikipedia page the other day. He he stars in, like, two of the revival episodes. (laughs) I wonder if they're any good. What if they're actually good? People say the old show is great, and it's only half great. Yeah, it's pretty mixed. <laughs> what What if the more recent shit is less bad than people make it out to be? Uh, I doubt that's true. I'm saying, what if it's, like, similar in quality to this, but people are harsher on it? 
Maybe. Um, also, part of it is just like Peter Falk's deteriorating mental state. Oh, is so, that true? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Or at least from what I've been told, yes. Yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah, so it's it's not just the quality of the writing; it is unfortunately mm. being sad about a man. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Patrick McGowan, book it. Patrick McGoots. <laughs> I'm so glad we watched The Prisoner, man. Yeah. Because now we get to do shit like this. Right. <laughs> uh, that's it. Uh, Ashley, get us out of here. Uh, until next time. One more thing. Yeah. Yeah. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Alright, giving you nothing.